That's Jeff Johnson. I'm Mike Hogan. This is Argo football. Three quarters in the books. Argos with a 33-12 lead. Around uh, the OUA today, you were at uh, the York game today, the Red and Blue Bowl against U of T. York wins 41-16. Homecoming at Guelph today. Griffin's lost to Mac 29-9. Laurier and Waterloo. Waterloo's not undefeated anymore, J.J., Really? 71-24. Get lost. In a game that was close until about a minute left in the half. Curly Gittins Jr., an amazing punt return for a touchdown. Oh, there's a ton of hype on that game. Oh, yeah, Glory absolutely. Pummeled him. Uh, Ottawa, Ottawa was up 30 nothing before the seats were warm, and it was 39-14 final over Windsor. And Queens playing at Western tonight. Queens is about to go 0-4. Ooh. 39-10 Western right now. With uh, they just started the fourth quarter. That's uh, and so have doesn't we. happen at Queens. We will start. They've got they've had some tough. They've got uh, an easier schedule, so we stay down the stretch. First down at the 28 yard line. They're going to give it to Sutton. He's hit in the backfield by Wynn. Bounces off at Marcus Ball in pursuit. Now won't get him. 25-35, 40, 43. Gain of 15 and a first down. Now they're getting Sutton going. Well, that, uh, that's, that's, that's called turning nothing into something. Sutton was in the backfield. The handoff looked a little awkward. It was a, bit of a, it was a counter play, but still it just didn't, it didn't gel well with me. And Sutton's effort, he went around the corner. Ball was chasing him, and we have an Argo player down late I here. I think it's Plummer. I think you're right. Plummer was in on the tackle, and uh, he went down awkwardly, though. For Sutton, and we were talking about his lack of uh, usage in the first half. He had five carries in the first half. That's his 12th carry for unofficially 79 yards now. So they're getting him going a little bit. And it sparked him, frankly. Yep. It sparked that uh, the Owls team. Nick uh, Lewis is on the sidelines in civvies. He injured, it looked like an ankle in the first half. And they are tending to the injured Argo on the far side. Fans having some fun. Got the Argos chant going tonight. 33-12, Argos over the Alouettes right now. And uh, it was right at the end of the play where Ooh. Wynn fell into the back of oh, uh, Plummer's fire. legs. Friendly uh. fire. That uh, does never work so, work so well. Saw that uh, earlier this year, and he's pounding his fist. They're working on his leg. Uh, so he's obviously in a little bit of discomfort or frustration or a little bit of both. We'll take a timeout while they tend to Terrence. Uh, with the score, 33-12 for the Argos. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050.ca. Terrence Plummer up, just walked across the field. He's got a bit of a limp on the right leg, it looks like, what they're looking at. High-fiving guys as he comes to the teammate, but he's, or teammates as he comes to the sideline. But he's going to hop up on the trainer's table, and they're going to take a look-see. Scott Shannon and company. So they flip ends, and now the Argonauts will start the fourth quarter with their backs to the lake, and the Alouettes will start with their backs to the playoff wall. They need a win, and they are down by 21. Yeah, you know what? Great work by the Owls, though, this second half because they they were flat as flat can be in the first half. They've uh, played a different game of football so far this in this second half and the third quarter. And the Argos made one play offensively and uh, blew the doors off that effort by the Owls, uh, but the Owls continue to peck away here. So, at the 43-yard line, 
Owls will run a bunch. They're moving toward the lake. And they will give the ball to Sutton. They'll kick it out to the near side. And Darby will be in on the tackle along with Troy Davis. It's a gain of about four. Lots of uh, throwback jerseys in the crowd tonight. My favorite, though, there's a Tristan Opalaugo jersey right in front of us. <laughs> and why I like that? Yes. It probably cost more for the lettering than it did for the jersey itself. <laughs> that's a, That's solid. Glad, I'm glad Tristan. Tristan's a, a pretty good guy. I'm sure yeah, he'd get a great football player. Yes, he would. Oh, he was really good off the edge. No question. Second down, and we'll call it four and a half for the Alouettes. Just shy of their own 49. Grant comes to the near side, overthrows the receiver, a suicide pass. Cunningham just got laid out, and I hope he gets up. He got drilled, and he does. Oh, man. A high ball. He went up to get it, and Darby just took his legs out. And Cunningham did the 365 in midair. What is Durant doing? He's not following through or something. Like, that ball is oh. way too high. Cunningham, that's a, that's a little curl pattern. Yep. And he puts it way up in the air. Cunningham goes vertical. Darby steps up and, uh, I mean, when he hits Cunningham, his uh, calves are up by Darby's shoulder he pads. Didn't, he didn't cut him. Like, he just bent over no, a little bit was, and got him standing in the hip. Up. And it was, he's coming off now. I think they're going to ask him to do they the injury spotter has removed number 85 montreal from the game they gotta check him concussion protocol he'll come out for three he plays. hit his head his head pretty hard oh, off the turf and man. i mean the good thing is it's, it's grass which yep. is fantastic you know the uh, hitting it off astroturf turf is another story and he he actually sprints back to the room so that's good news uh, you know what that's good to see that they're taking the guys yes, off that's absolutely. what the spotters are there for yep we all know the uh, it's a great game but it can be a dangerous game so it's better safe than sorry Jaguar will come out to the wide side on the near side. He's got Underwood and Hydero with him to the near side. Jackson up top. And they're going to swing it out to Sutton to midfield. Check that. That's Logan. And Logan turns the corner. 50-40. And the water bug takes it down to the 37-yard line with its tiny little steps. But, man, can he fly. You see him turn that corner? Oh. He just accelerates. He turns the corner and, and accelerates downfield. He takes this little pass out of the backfield. Out the left side of Durant. Gets uh, a nice block in the perimeter from uh, Ernest Jackson. And uh, and turns. Once he turns upfield, he just eats up the yards. And that could have been uh, a huge play for the Owls. They face a first down now from the Argonaut 37. Down by 21. Two receivers to the near side. Double tight end set. They're going to give the ball to Logan. He gets hit in the backfield. Cleon Lang shot in the gap. Dove for the feet. Uh, Stephen Logan made an outstanding tackle. Lang is just so quick inside the box there. I mean, he's got 300 pounders on his left, on his right, and Lang manages to find a way to penetrate and get in there. And not only does he get through there, he pulls down, he does it fast enough to be able to get Stephen Logan before he gets out the gate. So a heck of a play for the Argo D line, particularly King on Lang. I had a chat about Lang's quickness with him a week ago when he was just set to come back from the injury list. I'll pull you in on that in a couple of seconds. Second down, and we'll call it nine and a half. And Durant will drop back. Three receivers into the near side. He goes down for the first time this season. Check that. Second time this season. Bear Woods has a sack. All the way back to the 47-yard line. They're out of field goal range. Alouette's offensive line didn't know what was going on. Argos had four D linemen. And then they brought Bear Woods right up to the middle. And they brought Matt Black off the edge. Both of them ended up being free. Marcus Ball was also looping in. And uh, as the offensive uh, tackle steps out to take Matt Black, nobody touches Bear Woods, and he sacks 
Darian Durant. Armani Edwards. Drops back for the Argonauts. Beatty's kick is high outside the numbers to the 10. Edwards catches it. Goes right up the numbers to the 15 to the 20. And won't get any further than that. And we'll take the timeout. Argo's up. 33-12, 11 and a half left in regulation time. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN1050.ca. 11 and a half left in the fourth quarter. Mike Hogan, Jeff Johnson, Andy McNamara, Kate Pedersen, all here at BMO Field. 33-12, Argo's ahead of the Alouettes. In what could be a game that will put the Alouettes behind the Argos for good. And then the Argos just have to worry about the Ticats to get into the playoffs. And the Ticats host the Argonauts a week from today. Hey, uh, you know what? I like what's happening uh, for the Ticats in there, you know, considering the first half of, of the year that they had. Uh, you know, they've turned it around somewhat. They've, they've, uh, they're moving in an upward trend, and they're playing some solid football. I mean, they pulled off a walk-off uh, field goal victory last night against the BC Lions. And, uh, you know, the Lions have struggled a little bit right now, uh, lately, but that's a decent football team. So, I mean, the Ticats against the Western opponent getting it done. Should be a good game. It'll be a good game next week. Never know which uh, alumni in the stands tonight. My wife just texted me, said Paul Markle's down sitting in the section in front of her. Nice. Pretty good hockey player, too. First out, the 21-yard line. Ray, they're going to dump it off. Here goes James Wilder, Jr., the 20 to 25 to 27. So he'll get about six yards. If you're just tuning in, he did it again. James Wilder, Jr., an 85-yard touchdown run that when we look back, maybe the key part of this football game, Wilder, nine carries for 139. Yeah, he punched the ground after this last uh, little screen because he got caught up on the ankles of uh, offensive linemen in front of him on that screen and uh, ended up hitting the turf. But just going to say, uh, I saw Pete Martin when I came in earlier and uh, Clatney, Paul Clatney was also with him, who's also an exceptional uh, hockey player and former uh, Toronto Argonaut. Second down. And they've got Pajardo in there, and he runs an option. That's not going to work. It's going to get blown up back at the 20-yard line. He's going to lose eight yards on the play. So they'll lose the down, they'll lose the field position, and now they'll lose the football as the punt unit comes out. By the way, the Argos' leading receiver today in yards, James Wilder Jr., again. (laughs) Five catches for roughly 73 unofficially, and 61 after the catch. That's impressive. His yak yards are, uh, oh, yeah, he's, he's getting it done in the open field. I'm, I was just trying to figure out that last play, but I think there was miscommunication. Fajardo pulled the ball out, not sure if he was supposed to go that the way he went or another way or perhaps leave it, but uh, I see him on the sideline just trying to figure it out now. Irelahu waits until three, left on the 22nd clock. And again, not a great kick by Learham. He struggled tonight in that department on the last few. Logan goes back and will get knocked out of bounds by Cam Walker at the 47-yard line. So it's a good starting position for the Montreal Alouettes, down by 21, with nine and a half minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. It's 33-12. Yeah, the Owls are, uh, you know, still picking up momentum. The Argos, to be honest, haven't done anything this second half offensively other than uh, that big play by by James Wilder Jr. They just can't get it going. If you're syncing this up to the television... And you see a number 46 out there for the Argos. That's Dylan Wynn. His uh, jersey was ripped. So they had to put another jersey on him. Back to pass. 
is Durant. Stepping up, rolling out, look out from behind, they got him. Troy Davis back at the 50-yard line with the sack. Argos fourth of the night. I'm glad you told me about uh, Dylan Wynn with the 46 out there. I would have thought it was Jason Pottinger making some plays again. <laughs> but uh, the Argo D-line getting to Darian Durant. Again, you know, Durant's just not feeling the confidence. He does not trust what he sees, and he's chattering the feet a bit, looking to scramble out to the left side, and Troy Davis comes scrambling up behind him with great effort, runs him down. Second down and 13. Back to pass is Durant. Four-man rush. He gets hit as he throws the football. It's caught by Sutton underneath, and he may get the first down. He got that. He got the first down. He caught the ball at the 45-yard line. There were five Argos around him, and he was able to squeeze his way through. They're going to mark it at the 37. He will be short of the first down by about four inches. Yeah, Sutton is the out, outlet man here. Durant's looking downfield. Can't find any uh, receivers. Good coverage by the Argos. But he does find his outlet back. And I'd be giving this football to Sutton all night right now. Durant falls forward. They get the first down. And we head down to the sidelines. Kate Pedersen has an injury update. Kate? Hoagie, the Argo is going to be without Terrence Plummer for the rest of this one. He came off the field with a left ankle injury, tried to run, unable to push off of it and put weight on it. So he's sitting back on the table with ice on it and will not play the rest of today's game. Thank you, Kate Pedersen. First down after the sneak to the 35-yard line. 7.43 remaining, clock moving. It's a 21-point Argo lead. Durant to the near sideline. It is caught by Tuan Underwood at the 30 on a quick curl, and it will be good for about five, five and a half. Durant finding Tuan on a little curl pattern, just trying to get some uh, momentum offensively through the air because he hasn't been able to find it any other way. But again, I'd be looking for Durant right now. It's second and five. Look, where's 20? He's got the ball now up the middle to the 30 to the 25-yard line. That should have been blown up at the 30. He ends up at the 23, and that's going to be another first down for the Alouettes inside seven minutes left. Seven minutes. Al's got a first down. I might be taking a shot for the end zone if I'm the Alouettes here. They score here. It gets interesting. They're going to go to Sutton again. Up a gap and nothing but Butler, who can't bring him down. He carries him all the way down to the 10-yard line. It's a gain of 12 and another Alouette first down. Do you give him the ball again? Feed me. He is He's rolling. Sutton is nope. hungry. He's coming out. Yeah, he's tired. He's got to be, oh, egg- be exhausted. He's over 100 yards now. We'll get the official total in a couple of seconds. Herdman checks in now for the Argonauts, and they're going to give the ball to Logan up the middle, and Herdman will make the tackle. The Argo draft pick, native of Winnipeg, Manitoba. Al's running some zone rushes up the uh, field there, and uh, Herdman's in on the tackle. Toggle does a good job of closing down that backside uh, gap and gets in on that as well. Justin Herdman's brother was selected in the draft. Jordan went six picks earlier, six picks later than Justin to B.C., seventh round was Justin. That's a quite the family. Their dad, James, played in the NFL and the CFL. Second down. Goal to go from the seventh. Durant rolling to the left. Throws a fade to the back corner. There's nobody there but an Argo and it's intercepted. It is picked off. Second interception of the night by Mitchell White. Welcome to Toronto, dude. Two interceptions on the night and that is a huge play in this football game. What's what's Durant looking at? So I no, see, I, I saw Umar Toure 
the fullback, 6'4", 245, split out to the far left. Who went with him? Mitchell White went with him. I yep. thought, all right, well, there's a mismatch. Uh, Toure's not going to get open. Uh, Ernest Jackson was also lined up out to the left, and he rolls out. Durant looks for uh, Ernest, puts it nowhere near him. Mitchell peels back and gets the interception. Don't know if that's on the quarterback or the receiver, but somebody ran or threw the wrong route. Five and a half left in the fourth quarter. Argos by 21. It's Argo football on TSN 1050.ca. I have no idea who that's on, but he, that was he over. It, it, it's Durant. He overthrew. The target was Ernest Jackson. Overthrew him by. Well, yeah, he's, uh, yeah. What? Way over, but Ernest also didn't put his hand up. So. But is that it's where White? Where White's almost playing in his zone back there because he knows he's going to be able to give a big Toure, question on Toure Toure. ran to the corner. Yeah. White was covering him and was laying here. Ernest was running to the corner here. Durant put it over top, but it was yeah. overthrown. White just peeled back because it was overthrown and intercepted. So he had, he had so much confidence he had Toure just yeah. got back. He, White could tell that, you know, he could keep that cushion. He's got him covered, that he could almost cover two guys. That's not a very good offensive play. Two, two receivers in uh, oh, yeah. too, too yeah. close to proximity. First game with the Argos, Mitchell White, the former Alouette, won a great cup last year with the Ottawa Red Blacks. Inserted to the field halfback position and two interceptions tonight for the Michigan Stater. Did you say something about him at the beginning of the game? I'm just saying. Wrote, a, wrote about him on Argonauts.ca and how this could be one of the key acquisitions of the year. Just, just saying. Great play. Well, on the on the route, Mitchell White splits out with Toure, the fullback, and uh, Toure runs to the corner, um, right to the corner of the goal line and the sideline. And then you got Ernest Jackson also running a corner with two receivers in too cl- close proximity. Ball's overthrown White with the interception. Ball at the 25-yard line. First down, Argos. Ray's in there. They've got uh, two receivers to each side. They'll split the backs as Cross sort of in a offset eye but wide he'll go from right uh, left to right and then they're going to run the other way to wilder to the 25 yard line get nothing yeah that, that looked awkward yes that's a good way to describe that play i just that did not look like anyone was on the same page there was nothing crisp about that no kind of looked like uh it was crumbled pie here comes jimmy ralph into the game he'll take over for declan cross on a second down and eight Let's get the ball to Jimmy. Have we even, he hasn't made a catch yet. Nope. No, he hasn't tonight. been a target either. Let's get him the ball. Hasn't been out there a whole lot. They aren't using that set as much as they would, obviously, with number one in the lineup. But Anthony Coombs is out for a while longer. Second down and eight. Motion of plenty. S.J. Green and Ralph will go from right to left. Back to pass is Ray. They're going to set up a screen to the other side. Here's Wilder at the 25. Kicks it outside to the 30. And will be taken down there after a gain of about three yards. So they try to feed Wilder a couple of times, and it doesn't work. And out comes the punt unit once again. 4-18 remaining here in regulation. And the Argos have a very good friend right now in Mr. Clock with a 21-point lead. You know one of the reasons why Ralph is likely hasn't been a target this evening? That's because uh, Chip Cox would be the Sam backer who also has to cover a receiver. And Ralph lined up at the R spot. Puts Cox as the as his cover man. But and, how much uh, are they? How much have they been in man tonight, right? Because Montreal never plays man against Ricky Wright. No, it's but but even zone. even uh, sometimes with the inside the zone there, you know, Chip, Chip would just be kind of shadowing him, and Ralph would be running f- through that zone. And you know, uh, Chip is an exceptional cover guy. They're gonna let as much time run off the clock as possible. Snap it with three once again, and Hyrulau much better kick. Logan will go all the way back to the 26-yard line. Go to the far numbers, look to the far sideline, tiptoeing down it across the 40 to the 41. 
And that's where the Alouettes will take over with 3.45 remaining here. And Montreal's playoff hopes are fading fast. If the Argos win tonight, they win the season series 2-1 to one against Montreal, which would be the tiebreaker. They would then move to six a six-point lead ahead of Montreal, meaning Montreal would have to make up seven or, in all likelihood, eight points, which means they would have to go no worse than four and one, and the Argos would have to lose out. Or they'd have to go five and all, and the Argos would have to just, you know, do nothing. It's, just, it's not going to happen. No, 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 no. Not, not, not a Tressman Argonaut team. We'll dump it off. They'll go back to Sutton, feed the beast, and he will take it up to the 50-yard line, spinning off two tacklers. And he has all of a sudden become a primary target here for the uh, Alouettes, and understandably so. 15 carries now for 105 yards. That will be his fifth catch of the night for 42. Yeah, he was just looking for a breather. Then he realized it was short yardage. Durant will fall forward and get the first down. They will stop the clock as they move the sticks, and we are two seconds away, one second away. They're just going to go down to the three-minute warning and take the timeout there. So, with three minutes exactly left in the fourth quarter, Argonauts 33, Montreal 12. You are listening to Toronto Argonaut Football on the home of the Noble Blue. It's TSN 1050.ca. Hogan and Johnson with you. Three minutes left in this football game. Argos by 21. Next week, it's off to the hammer. And oddly, and I hate this schedule, it's the last game the Argos play against an Eastern opponent. That's strange. Yes. Why sir. would you do that in the, at the, at the you know, no last sense. stretch of the makes season? It makes no sense at all. you got to hype it up. Uh, it should be all East here against, They're here against Saskatchewan in two weeks, 4 o'clock game on a Saturday. Then they're in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Then they're here against Winnipeg. On Saturday, October 21st, 4 o'clock. That'll be the last regular season home game. And then their last game is way out in Vancouver. It's an odd schedule. That's a tough finish. It is. That's absolutely. a tough finish. So Four these, Western teams that are all solid. These points are very important for the Argonauts. No kidding. Ball at their own 52-yard line. That's where the Alouettes have it with three minutes left. And now the clock is moving. Back to passes Durant. Over the middle. Almost picked off. Just almost knocked down by Bear Woods as they were looking for Ernest Jackson, and that was a no-go. His dreads look like a cape. He looked like <laughs> Superman flying through the air there. And you know what? If he didn't have that brace on his left arm, I think it, 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 it Woods has a brace on his left arm that I think keeps his arm in, with a slight bend in it. If he was able to fully extend it, he might have got a piece of it. Second and ten from their own 52. Alouette's in all white, moving toward the lake, left to right. Argos all in blue tonight. Back to pass is Durant. Five-man rush. Durant gets rid of the football. Has a man, and he dropped it. Oh, man. Seydu Hydera Jr. S.J. Hydera let it drop. It would have been a first down. It's third and ten, and oh. the Alouettes have to go for it. Hoagie, I think you would have made that catch. Oh, back in my day, J.J. <laughs> back in the it day. It was square in Hydera. Oh, it hit Hydera in the the chest right through his hands his head started to turn downfield before he secured the football that is a no-no in receiver land but he is in a spot in the field where he probably heard footsteps because there's usually traffic there there just wasn't then third and ten here's potentially the game and it's over the middle and it's caught Alouettes will extend the drive although Marcus Ball is trying to rip the ball out of the hands of the receiver as uh, Hydera comes back. They go right back to him on basically the same spot on the field. 
And this time he squeezes it at the 45-yard line. It's the first down Montreal, 2.39 remaining here in the fourth. The Owls are find some, finding some completions down the middle of the field between the hashes. Ernest Jackson was low. Hydera was high. Durant put it over top all of them, including the Argo backers. First down, back to pass Durant. Goes long down the seam as a man, and it is overthrown for Underwood. That was an optical illusion. I thought he was going seam and ended up almost to the sideline. And it will be second down and 10. Woods will check out. That must have been well overthrown because Underwood didn't even throw his hands up. Mm-hmm. Lyndon Gadosh checks in. I haven't noticed Lyndon all day. Yeah, you know what? The last uh, He's been in and out a couple times in the last couple series. Okay. Well, it's gotta, then, this has got to be draining on both teams. It oh. is so hot here tonight. And I am not complaining about that for one second. On the field, maybe. Although when it gets to be October, late October, November, guys will be killing for this kind of weather. Second down at the 45-yard line. 10 to get for the Alouettes. They have two in the backfield. And they're going to have to call a timeout. Their second and final timeout. Timeout called by Montreal. Clock. Yeah, that hurts. 2.25 remaining in the fourth quarter. 33-12. If you happen to have your phone here and you're listening online here tonight, we're all heading up to Williams Landing after. It's a very good spot. It's kind of the official party place for the Argos after the game up in Liberty Village. I'll be there. Are you going to go tonight? I'm coming. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, sir. Sure, guy gets in the Hall of Fame, and now he wants to go meet the little people. That's oh, awesome. That is awesome. Oh. You know, I figured it was time to come out for a popper. Ball at the 45-yard line. For water, obviously. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, water and lemon. No, he's uh, he's down on the sidelines. He's not dressed tonight. <laughs> Second and ten. Back to pass. Stepping up is Durant. Under pressure. Has a man Right open in the middle of the field. It is caught by Jaguar, his first catch of the night. And he'll take it down to the 21-yard line. Taekwon Underwood came flying in to try and throw a block. Check that, that was, was that Logan? That was Stefan that Logan. Was Logan. Downfield. Argos playing a, a safe defense. They got three high. And uh, they're not letting anybody get behind him. Logan settles down in the zone in front of those three and over top of the linebackers. And Durant steps up and puts the ball right in his chest. Didn't realize it was him until he stood up and there was no difference. Back to pass. Durant, near side, man wide open. It is caught. And it's going to be B.J. Cunningham uh, at the 15-yard line. Not play. Not blow the whistle. The guy was in a dangerous situation there. Yeah, what's he was B.J. doing? Stop. And luckily, the Argonaut defender didn't follow through because he could have just knocked him into next week. Well, B.J. was left. dancing around on the sideline. He had nowhere to go. And he, he's killing the clock, right? He should just step yep. out of bounds and give his offense a chance to score here. And I was joking about Steph. I, anybody who's listened to me over the years knows how much I love watching Steph Logan play. But he's only 5'6". When he stands up, you know this. You know who it is. <laughs> and he's going to get it here. Now check that play action. Durant pulls it out and shows, again, a one-hopper to an open receiver on the right side of the field. How many times in the last three weeks has he done that? You know what? And it's the throws to his right. Yes. Where he's running that way. And it's all 15, 10, he, 15 yard throws. He's throwing it in the turf. The ones to his it's left, weird. where he's he crossing has, his body. No, no. He's, he's throwing them throws. high. Yes. So to the left, he's going high. To the right, he's going low. Which resulted in the uh, Alden Darby Jr. touchdown tonight. Yeah, yeah. So there's, uh, there's, there's a block happening there. You can't have that with a quarterback. No. We've seen baseball players have that before, right? Chuck Knobloch, sure. Steve Sachs. And yeah. Where they just all of a sudden can't make a throw they've made 14,000 times in their life. Third down, Alouette's going for it, and Durant's going to dump it off. He's got Steph Logan at the five, and he dies forward and will be marked down at the one-yard line. 
He tried to extend to get to the end zone, but the knee was down just before he was able to extend, and we have an injured Argo on the play. Man, is he quick. Marcus Ball, who's back up. He's going to stay on the field. Lots of substitutions here for the Argos. Herdman checks in. Tuggle checks in. And it's going to be a first down at the one. Durant under center. Sneaks it and gets it. Touchdown Montreal with a minute 28 left. It's... Practice snap timeout was called by Toronto. Okay. Come on. No touchdown. Touchdown be gone. And nobody's gotten up. Because everybody's exhausted. It looks like a kid's game where everybody kind of falls down and then you're supposed to stay there. And then nobody got up. Guys, don't move. Don't move. Yes, that's it. Let's take a break for a second. That's what it looks like. If everybody doesn't move, we'll get a couple extra seconds. Well, Logan's exhausted. He's looking for a break now. Argos called a timeout. I don't think their defense was ready for that sneak. They had a bunch of substitution going on. And they're going to do it now. They're going to take Victor Butler out. Last man off. So you take Butler out. Cleon Lang goes in. He's a big body. Oh, they bring Gadosh and Lang in. Yep. And Butler's, Butler's going to go back in. I think they're going to play with 14 guys on the field. Yeah, That'll help. Yeah, uh, hey. Uh, Darby comes out now. Might be all right. He might be able to hide One, him two, th- if they get in close to each other. Cam Walker comes off. Refs, get... refs won't figure it out. And here comes the third guy off. It's going to be uh, it's Mr. White. Yeah. Mr. White. So here we go. First and goal. Everybody's in the box defensively for the Argos and for the Alouettes. And under center is Drew Willey. And Willie's going to run an end around for the touchdown. He's going to hand it off to Samuel Jaguer, who's going to walk into the end zone. And the Alouettes cut it to a two-score game. If they can get the extra point here, at least they'll have an opportunity for two. A couple of two-pointers. It's 33-18. Perfectly timed sweet play by the Alouettes with Jaguer running full speed as he takes the handoff. Difficult to execute. you got to practice that a lot uh, because if you don't get it, the ball could bounce off of Jaguer's hands and be on the turf. And the only way you stop it is you've got to get penetration on the D-line, and uh, Al's do a good job of, of keeping the, the Argos uh, at bay, and Jaguer runs around the corner for the uh, to get in. Here's Beatty with the extra point from the 32, right in the middle of the field. It's up. Got it. So it's a 14-point game at 33-19, but... A minute 23 left in regulation time. So the Alouettes have to try the onside kick. Oh, 100%. No option here. This is an exciting play. Or look for an open spot and pooch it down. They have to try to recover the kick, I guess, is the way that we should frame this. Is Beatty the type of guy that can uh, do some fancy kicks? Can he kick with both feet? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. You know, uh, Prefontaine was pretty <laughs> awesome last, at this. Year, last year he couldn't kick with either one. Oh, jeez. He had some major problems last year so hard on the guy. Well, no, he, he, he was terrible. You're right, you're right. They he took was, him out. He, he lost his awful. job last year. He was awful. He's an interesting guy because he was born in France. He played at Laval, but because he was in the States for a while, he doesn't qualify as a Canadian. Okay. So he's uh, they have to use the import spot on him, even though he played at Laval. Interesting. Yeah. But he's got a tremendously strong leg. And I'm glad. I'm glad that he's bounced back. I wasn't taking a shot. Very at him. I mean, he was terrible. Sure. Last year. And it's hard for uh, for a kicker. I mean, that's yeah, that mental block is could be significant, right? Like, I mean, it, kicking, it, kicking it, right? is there's so many fine mechanics that have to be executed flawlessly. And a kick, it's just like a golfer, right? And uh, for you know, when you're off, you're really off. So they're going to tee it up oh, like on the formation. far hash mark. They've got six guys to the near side. He pooches it down the middle, and now it's going to hook over toward the far 
sideline and running down and falling on it is Brian Jones, the second year Argo. Smart play. Out of Enfield, Nova Scotia, one of the few Nova Scotians in the Canadian Football League and a product of Wolf Wolfville, Nova Scotia is Acadian. I like the idea. The Owls had three. They had the majority of their guys lined up to the right. They had two guys in the middle right behind Beattie, and then they had three guys out to the left. The Argos had three over top of those three, and, and then they had a returner deep, uh, the three that were out to the left, and Beattie looked like he was going to kick it to his where the majority of the guys were, but he hooked it last second, kicked it to the left side, trying to catch the Argos off balance. I like the idea, but he kicked it yeah. too far downfield, and Jones just had to run back and jump on it. And that's why I said, not just necessarily an onside kick. There sure. are options to try yes. and get the ball back on a kickoff. And they're going to go play action. No, they're going to give the ball to uh, Cam. Cam McDaniel gets the rock. And we'll take it across the 35 from the 28. He'll get about three yards. That's his other run this series season was a three-yard run. His catch this year was a three-yard catch. This one is five. Oh, they're going to give Market four. They're going to move him out to the 37-yard line. An extra yard. The Notre Dame product played for Montreal last year. Jim Pop brought him up. He's quick. And he brought him over this year as a free agent from Coppell, Texas. Not too many guys go from Texas to Notre Dame. And they're going to go play action. Cody Fajardo's in there. Check it. That's actually... Uh, not Fajardo in there. That's McLeod Bethel Thompson in a quarterback. A Sacramento State product, much like Ricky Ray, kicked around the NFL for a few years and finally comes back up here, and he's just got his first CFL completion. To Jimmy Ralph. Runs Beautiful. a play action. Ralph gets in behind the linebackers on the tight slant, and uh, that ball was in heavy traffic. What did Ralph do? Made the catch. Absolutely. Alouette's all around him. Ball at the 45-yard line, 36 seconds left here in the fourth quarter. Argos are going to win this game. And they're going to give the ball to McDaniel, who's going to go up the middle. I asked McLeod before the season, I said, so is it, you obviously are aware of Ricky Ray. You know, you both went to Sacramento State. Do they have his picture up on the wall there or something? He goes, oh, yeah. I said, did he have hair then? <laughs> <laughs> and he, his line was perfect. He said, had his helmet on. I don't know. <laughs> Hey, here we go. They're just going to go into victory formation right now and have to run a couple of plays here to run this one out. McLeod Bethel Thompson up under center. And he's going to take a knee. Toronto Argonauts with the win are going to go to 6-7 and seven on the season, flirting with 500 once again. And this is going to move them back into first place in the CFL East. They're going to have a game in hand on Ottawa as well. And they're going to go to the hammer next week. Bethel McLeod Thompson takes the knee. The Toronto Argonauts take the win. They win the season series against the Montreal Alouettes. 33-19 the final. Bring on the tabby kitties next week from the Hammer.